G'day everybody and welcome to Polly Waffle, the podcast where we waffle on about politics. This is season two, Girl Power. I'm Rossi, that's LK. Hey mate. How's your shit? Um, I don't know how much we're sharing this week, but I just got out of surgery, am a little bit high on uh, narcotics or do you get low on narcotics? I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm in it. Okay, great. I have no narcotics in my system, so probably not as good as you. Also, everyone, we're not allowed to make LK laugh too much today due to her procedure. So um, apologies in advance if this isn't very funny. What are we talking about today, mate? Today we're talking about Angela Merkel. Ooh, I once went as her to a dress-up party. Did you? Yeah. Pencil skirt, bob wig, few German flags sticking out my bra. It was great. What was the like theme i think it was like dominatrix or something oh and you went as an yeah it was something twisted i think maybe i wore high knee boots and maybe i wasn't wearing a shirt under my jacket there was something sexual about it don't worry okay okay is that because you see her as a domineering figure Look, I don't want to get cancelled but she is a strong german woman and i feel like that lends itself to being a dominatrix i know nothing about her personal life mm, it's and no judgment. Yeah, but it's look, it's this stupid thing about how strong women are bossy and strong men are leaders. Like because she speaks the truth and is honest about things and doesn't let these other world leaders like Trump bully her, then for some reason people get this idea that she's this domineering witch. Yeah, that's not it's fair. Not fair. Nah. And I think the only one that's been able to cut through that is Jacinda and that's because New Zealand is so much smaller and Germany has quite a bit of relevance. Not that New Zealand's not relevant, but I think Germany has a lot more um, traditional power. Yeah, 100%. And there are places, like there are some summits that New Zealand is not involved in, so so Jacinda doesn't have that kind of exposure. Yeah. Mate, there are some maps that New Zealand's not involved in. Um, but look, in my opinion, there's there's some similarities between Angela Angela. I'm sorry, I did look up how to say her name, and apparently we were meant to say Angela. Uh, but that sounds hard. It does sound hard. Can we just call her Angie? Angie. Okay. Um, so Angie and Jacinda, they're very similar in the fact that they don't have any political skeletons in their closet, and they just get their head down and do good things. And so perhaps maybe that's threatening for some male word leaders who do have skeletons or who are not getting things through. Yeah, and who are just so addicted to having their ego stroked that they can't do anything else but put their head up and hope someone will stroke it. (laughs) Well, that sounded sexual without meaning to. did a little bit. I liked it. Angie is the current Chancellor of Germany and she's in her fourth term. I was just going to say, I feel like she's been around for fucking ever. Yeah, she really has. Fourth term, she was first elected in 2005. Wow. Do you even remember 2005? Uh, I do actually because it was the year I was on Dancing with the Stars. But you weren't running the country. I wasn't running the country and to be honest, at the time, if you'd have said to me, who's Angela Merkel, I would have said NFI, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good call, same. That's why we're doing this podcast now, to learn about the stuff that we didn't learn about then. 
A couple of fast facts before we get into the history of Angela. She, among her supporters, she's often referred to as, I'm going to say, Mutti, which means mummy. We'll also soon learn that she's the true hero of Europe, mainly because Germany has the largest European economy. Angie, she was born in Hamburg. Have you been to Hamburg? Nah, but is that east or west? It's It was then West Germany. So she was born in Hamburg in 1954. But um, I only ask you if you've been to Hamburg because it is beautiful. Really? Oh, so beautiful. I went there in the in the middle of winter. It was absolutely freezing cold, but it was just, oh, it's just gorgeous. And is that where hamburgers are from? <laughs> it's a genuine question. I have absolutely no idea. Aren't they from um, McDonald's? Oh, yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> hey, um, okay, so she was born in Hamburg, which was West Germany, but then her family moved to East Berlin not, not that long after she was born. What the fuck for? That can't have been any fun. <clears throat> because of their religion. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And That'll do. Yeah, and her mother is half Polish. Her Mutti. Mutti. And her political career started very early when she was 14. She joined the official communist youth movement, which was sponsored by the ruling Marxist-Leninist Socialist Unity Party of Germany. This is not at all going the way I thought it I know, would. right. But um, remember back in Season 1 of What the Dictator, we did do a little bit of, oh, we did a whole episode on the Cold War. So if this episode is confusing, go back and listen to that and we may clarify things. We may. No promises. <laughs> no promises. Uh, okay. Okay. So, but anyway, she only joined that communist youth movement because she was in East Germany and if you didn't join them, you couldn't get into a higher education. So she did that, but um, her grades in uh, Marxist Leninist studies were not great, but she just did it. She just got through. Yeah, it's like my grades in year 11 computer programming, not great. The passion wasn't there. For me, it was, um, did we have to do some subject about metal? Like, uh, Yeah, me- metal shop. Yeah, like welding work. shit together. Yeah. She was very good at Russian and maths. And then she went to uni and she studied physics and quantum chemistry. I didn't know quantum chemistry was a thing. I thought it was quantum physics. Yeah, so did I. And I still don't know what quantum means. Nah, me either. I was Think of it as like a sci-fi thing. Mm. Should we look it up? A discrete quantity of energy proportional in magnitude to the frequency of the radiation it represents. I agree. I know what that means now. What? Wow. Okay, good on you, Ash. And she gets a PhD in physical chemistry. I only noticed this because I watched a couple of videos of her, but when she goes to like a summit and speaks, her name is Dr. Angela Merkel. That's so hot because that's not one of the ones you can fake on the internet. You have to really be a doctor. <laughs> you really have to really be the doctor. And like how many other world leaders are actual doctors? Like, you know, no. most of them are dickheads. None, none of the good ones. ScoMo has a marketing degree. That's it. Berlin Wall falls in 1989. Love it. Love it. Okay. And she joins the Democratic Awakening Party, which count, sounds kind of Ooh. sexy, doesn't it? It does. That sounds like where you dress up as a dominatrix. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, okay, so she joins this party and she becomes the press spokesperson. Excellent. Good gig. Good gig. Okay, 
but this next bit gets a bit tricky. So she has joined the Democratic Awakening Party and they have joined with the coalition of the German Social Union and the Christian Democratic Union. Got it. Threesome. Threesome. Okay. Christian Democratic Union is the party which Angela Merkel is the leader of at present. Okay. Remember that. Okay. Christian. Christian Democratic Union. The wall's fallen, so then right before the election of 1990 in East Germany, this is the only free election they have, the chairman of the Democratic Awakening, it turns out he has been a Stasi, which is the popo, secret police. He's been a Stasi informant for ages, and so the peeps don't like that. Yeah, you can't be doing that. So, But anyway, they still win the coalition-formed government, and so then Angela becomes the deputy spokesperson for the government. Wow. Yeah, she has this very quick uh, integration into politics. She joins the Democratic Awakening Party. They were like, hey, do you want to be the spokesperson? They join with the coalition. The coalition gets elected. Boom, she becomes a spokesperson. I mean, you see an opening, you got to take right? it, eh? <clears throat> wow. And this happens, this happens a lot in, throughout her political career. So this is in August and then by December, German is reunified and Angela wins a seat in the lower house in that election. So they, it, there's elections happening all over the joint. Yeah, okay. So she goes from being the, the spokesperson of the coalition government to being elected in the whole German government in, in the lower house. Yeah, that's good get. Good get. Well done. Yeah. Um, But it keeps getting better because the Chancellor bloke named Cole, he gives her a job in his ministry as the Minister for Women. Oh, she's a woman. She'd love that. Yep. Um, And then the the following year, this is 1990, the following year the Deputy Chairman resigns because he was also an informant to the Popo. Um, So she takes his spot as Deputy Chairman. And we're very sure she's never been an informant for the Popo. I, uh, I don't think so. I think the internet would know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and then in 1994 election, uh, Merkel becomes the Minister for Environment and Conservation and Reactor Safety. Ooh, that is a saucy one. Yeah. So, yeah, she's the boss of... The nuclear stuff. Wow, you can't fuck that up. Uh, have you seen Chernobyl on HBO? Uh, I have seen one Chernobyl. There was a lot of Chernobyl things a few years ago. I don't know which one that is. Oh, anyway, there's one mini series that's really good, and it shows you what happens when you fuck up the reactor thing. It's not no, good. It's not good. It's not good. And then in 1999, she um. She marries this bloke who also is in chemistry. Oh, do they love each other so much? Yeah, they do love each other. He's had he has a couple of kids from a another marriage, and yeah, they probably just you know talk about quantum chemistry all the time, and oh, oh and they play with their little Bunsen burners <laughs> at home, probably. So she gets married in nineteen ninety nine, goes on a honeymoon, and then. There is a finance scandal in German politics. 
And so Cole, who's the chancellor, who keeps giving Angela all these good jobs, and he was kind of like it was it was seen that Angela was like his little protege. Um, anyway, Cole has been taking money from people he shouldn't, and he gets into strife for illegal campaign contributions. Oh, no. Cole's meant to be the good daddy and he's the bad daddy. Exactly, exactly. But then Angela takes his spot and she becomes the first female leader of the Christian Democratic Party, even though she's not a Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think they're pretty fast and loose with that shit in Germany, aren't they? I just think they picked a bad name. Like, Yeah. They didn't workshop that very well. No, they had other concerns. The reactors were going off. Yeah. Popo was being informed. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so everyone's wow. being naughty and Angela's not, so she's just rising to the top. Um, anyway, so she's elected as the leader, but she loses the election, uh, which maybe for your first year at the top, you know, that's a good thing. Less pressure. Yeah, work out the kinks, you know. It's like our first podcast. Wasn't that good? <laughs> we <laughs> deleted it on iTunes. We deleted it. We took it off the internet. It was that bad. So, yeah, we get it. We get it, Angela. Yeah. In November 22, 2005, Merkel takes office as the Chancellor, becoming the first woman, the first East German, and the youngest person to hold that position in office in Germany. Jesus, and Chancellor is such a good title, isn't it? It is. I like it too. Um, And have you ever seen footage of the famous Berlusconi incident? No. Um, So this happened in 2009 at the NATO summit, and I'm not super clear on the timeline, but this is around the time. So Berlusconi is the leader of Italy. He's a bit dodgy. Yeah. If you don't know anything about Berlusconi, he is kind of like the inspiration for Donald Trump. Like there's a lot of similarities. He was a a very wealthy media mogul and he controlled all of the media and then he ran for prime minister and got elected and then he was very dodgy. There was, And then it turned out he was having these like fucking orgies and sleeping with these young girls and then – but he just keeps getting re-elected and then finally um, someone accused him of rape because she was underage and then he's, he's, he's now being done for that. Well, that's good. That sounds like it's for the best. Yeah. Anyway, that's my brief um, summary of Berlusconi. <laughs> but he, he fucked up the Italian economy. So Berlusconi Mm. desperately needs a bailout from Germany and he turns up to this NATO summit and the footage, Angela's waiting outside and she's greeting everybody. It would be time to a T, like they'd be like, you know, Italy at 2.15, Netherlands at 2.18, like it would have to be really accurate. Tight. Really tight. Yeah. Anyway, Berlusconi turns up, they open the door, he's on his mobile phone. He gets out of the car and instead of hanging up and going and shaking Angela Merkel's hand, who's going to give him money, he turns around and walks away <laughs> to this, like, lake, overlooks the lake and keeps talking on the phone. Like, who is he talking to that's more important 
then the woman yeah. who is going to bail him out. I mean, maybe his lawyer. With all yeah, the- maybe his lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> but still, even then. Yeah. Um, so anyway, then some other bozo turns up. She shakes his hand and then she's just like, fuck you, and she just – she says something to the media and then she walks inside. She's like, I'm not waiting for you. Like, don't be so rude. No. Um, and then she, you know, Trump turns up to 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 campaign and become the president. She kind of has a similar interaction with him. The first time she met Donald Trump, um, they're sitting down at side by side in both in a chair and you can see her say to him, do you want to shake hands for the cameras? And he 100% ignores her. He just pretends he doesn't hear her and doesn't respond and she's just like, oh, she knows that people are going to know that's what she asked him and he refused. What an unnecessary asshole. And then um, apparently 75% of adults in 14 European countries trust Merkel more than any other leader in the region. Oh, my God. Is she just going to stay in forever? Well, this is the thing. Europe's really shitting themselves because who and what comes next? Like, she can't stay in there forever. Um, She's probably going to wrap up pretty soon. And then what happens to Europe? It's already, you know, I don't want to be rude, but it's going down the gurgler. Yes, but I feel like if there's one country that's going to take this leadership crisis seriously, it's Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like... They know what happens when shit goes bad. Like I feel like they're going to be very cautious in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see who they perhaps elect next. I would say if if Angela steps down, they need someone to be like in charge of Europe. It should be Macron, right? Oh, yeah, he's cute. He's so cute and very, you know, young and sensitive and progressive. But I don't know how much power France has because I don't think they've got any money I don't think that your economy is amazing because they like give out health care and child care and stuff Ooh. and build roads and infrastructure <laughs> yeah, yeah, for their yeah. people so <laughs> yeah but I do like him he's got that older wife that um that I think is fairly influential that used to be his teacher but there's nothing like gross about it I find that very interesting it's interesting yeah they they do have a great dynamic and then um, maybe an unintentional multiple demographic appeal. Mate, that was fantastic. Oh, I mean, she was pretty easy, to be honest. We don't forget, we always forget this bit, ah. the first date's game. Where am I going? What am I wearing? What are we doing? That's it, you and Angie. Okay, we're going to NATO. <laughs> <laughs> We are wearing our best dominatrix outfits. Oh, yeah, you could like be twinning. Like, mm-hmm. I would. This would be the time I'd say to her, Angie, it's time to get a Chanel suit, and you both wear Chanel suits. Sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm interrupting your date. No, this is fantastic, and I think all we do is stand at the entrance of the NATO conference, and when one of the shit world leader comes up that we don't like, we just sort of crack our whips in a really threatening way and watch them scuttle. The end. The end. Um, yeah. That's, that's, that's great. That's great for date. She'd be, I mean, yeah, she'd be fun. Like imagine just hanging out with her all day, then going for dinner, hearing about her day. I don't really want to hear about the quantum yeah. physics part. Of I was going to say the same thing, that just be like, Angie, we're not talking about chemistry. But 
Well, thanks for Great. listening. Thanks for listening to a Polly Waffle. Um, if you want to hear more from Alkane Rossi, check out our website, alkanerossi.com. We've got Instagram, Facebook, um, you bit of YouTube. Um, what else? We've got a merch. Oh, we got a merch. Please go and buy um, some merch. Buy yourself some soft pants so you can oh. um, relax and listen to this podcast. Um, thanks for listening. See you all of a sudden. Bye. Bye. Hey, mate. Hey, LK. Do you ever get so busy you forget where your pants are? Yeah, sometimes. Well, I have a solution for you. Please tell me. At lkandrossi.com, we have a fully stocked merch store that includes soft pants. Yeah, and we also have a blog and links to our Facebook, Instagram, iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, we're so good. We bloody are. See how good we are by visiting lkandrossi.com today.